Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> they were twos. I was me wrestling on TV. And if there's somebody calling me on, we want. There we go. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers from What Culture to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Duper, AW Dynamite, Baby, Pay Per Views, Premium Live Events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course. On WrestleCulture. Remember when you used to say all of that like a normal person? No. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been 84 years. As I said, they're joined by Phil Chambers to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. I've, it's my new favourite thing to put We The Ones in. Fair. Fair. One of it. the, possibly I'm going to say the only time you're ever going to hear Robbie Williams on this podcast. Maybe. What's your favourite Robbie Williams song? Uh, let me entertain you. I was going to say none, but I do really like Let Me Entertain You. Fair. Like, that's a belter. Angels, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Rude box. How many go with? Hey, nice. Mine is me and my monkey. Right, okay. Is that a thing? That is a thing, yeah. Well, that's my my weekend listening sorted. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I thought we'd jump in straight off the back of of that excellent rendition. Excellent, excellent. uh, Referencing the bloodline to talk about the fact that tonight we could have unified tag team hey. champions. Me and uh, Sid sort of discussed this a little bit on the SmackDown preview. It is RK Bro, of course, against the Usos, all the tag belts on the line. I am going to ask you who the unified champions will be, but I should probably start by asking, do you think there's going to be a finish? <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen the thing? that I saw the photo. It's one of those where... Yeah, is it actually a thing? I think I saw someone saying, uh, well, they did something same with Lesnar around WrestleMania, so yeah. they didn't buy into it. And I'm like, yeah, probably. That well, makes Vince sense. Vince might have seen that and gone, well, screw you guys. I'm going <laughs> to show you this isn't real. Um, yeah, I I think it makes more sense to be the Usos yes. in the long run of things. And like just as a 
sort of thank you Usos kind of thing because they've been the absolute pinnacle of the tag team division <laughs> yes. for what, like six years or something now? Um, so if, if, it, if it is a finish, I'm going to go Usos. But, I mean, we've been burnt with this whole tag unification before. Mm. Although last time, to be fair, they just swept the rug out like days before we actually thought we were going to get it. No, so. I remember going into that weekend or the, the, that uh, SmackDown, I should say, going, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and then waking up, and I think you'd done the news with Gareth. Yeah. And it was like, mm, not that, anymore. That, that ta- the, you know, the, the unification's been scrapped. And I was like, or so it was something along those lines. And I was like, oh, cool. So it's for all the belts. It was, yeah. I'll tell you what it was. It was like Roman and Drew added to yeah. added to RK Bro. And no, I was like, for everything. Great, for all the belts. And that makes sense. Yeah. And then they went, nope. no, what if just, what <laughs> it's if it's just for nothing? nothing. <laughs> and it was a great match. Yes. Main event in WrestleMania Backlash, but it's just for now. Yeah. Weird. But I'm sure this match is going to be really good fun. Main event of SmackDown, I imagine. Yeah. They've been hyping up like this. They've suddenly found themselves in a position in WWE where the tag team division is the best thing on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, and warranting of main event status and things. Like, they're like, completely generated by accident we'll just, just with this RK Bro thing. Throw and away triple it. threat on, on Raw. Oh, uh, it's one of the best things they've done the entire year. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, whatever it is. I just. Like I say, we've been burnt before. I can't see it being a finish. I want it to be a finish because of all the belts that you can possibly unify in that company, the tag belts, god damn do it because that division (laughs) is pathetic. There is no depth to it whatsoever. And at least if you put it all together on Raw and SmackDown and have like one team float between the two, at least that makes them a bit of a bit of depth in that Mm. division. And a bit like new feuds can actually happen for the first time in God knows how long. There's certainly an argument I made a while back of like unifying all the tag belts, i.e. including NXT and now yeah. this is a very different beast to when I was talking about it then. Yes, this I is. don't see you know tag champs going down to face Pretty Deadly, for example, <laughs> in NXT two point oh. But yeah, just unify them. Yeah, like and get new belts as well. Those belts are old and they are still as ugly as the day they debuted them. Yeah, they might have made them silver instead of that bronze penny color. And they may have had colourful straps on them for Rowan's Smackdown, but they are still ugly-ass belts. Because they've made some really nice... Like, the new NXT belts nice. Yeah, I like those. splash of colour. I'm not suggesting it has to be the same as that, but yeah, just... Yeah. You I know, still quite like the Intercontinental title one as well. Yeah. It's one of the newer ones that they've made. Get something new. Something else to sell as well, surely. Like, yeah. They've sold, like... They, this has got to be one of the longest-running mm. belt designs in recent... History? And it's crap. And You're it right. is crap. It's really bad. I think, Thanks, Stephanie. I said this on the SmackDown <laughs> preview. I think we are getting a result tonight, but not without controversy. Therefore, yeah. let's do it back at Hell in a Cell. And I tell you what, Usos inside Hell in a Cell, they could face you and me, and they could probably drag a great match. Well, they drag a great match out of you because you've actually worked before. <laughs> but well, they, they, they can uh, certainly do... Do fantastic things yeah, in there, yeah, as yeah. we saw against. Was it like on? Was it on a kickoff with the Hell in a Cell once with the New Day? Yeah, when they just felt like, well, <laughs> screw you guys, we're going to go out there and have an absolute belter. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's what I do. And then you like you say, you know, they have got a multitude of tag teams, but at the moment they're just sort of there. I yeah. Mean, the street, I love the Street Profits, but they were like. No, your heels. You're going to WrestleMania as heels. Actually, change your plan. No, you're not. You baby faces again. <laughs> oh, you're kind of tweeners. You're a little bit angry, but you've got an edge. You're yeah. still baby face, but you've got an edge. So I, I think this is the right decision. I hope that they stick with it, and I hope. Do you know what I hope most of all is that they don't split RK bro. Yes, I've been sat here for the first six months of this team, going cool. Get to the bit where he RKOs him after a match. Yeah, and now I'm like, 
oh, I think this needs to be a sort of Big E leaving the New Day gimmick in terms of they can always come back to it. Yeah, and I think... it's been sensational. Not just in, in beneficial for Riddle. I think yeah. now Riddle is primed for a uh, big solo uh, singles run, which he you know, could have done before and did do before. But was a bit. People were a bit like, I still don't really know who the hell this guy is and why I should like him. Yeah, being associated with Orton has, has done wonders for him, and he's won us over as he's won Randy over. And also, this is some of the best stuff Randy's done in years for my for my take. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I have not been the biggest fan of Randy Orton through mm. his career in any way, shape, or form, and this is legitimately the most fun I've had watching Randy Orton um, since forever. Yes. Um, so well, since back when he was feuding with Foley, probably. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think there's more to this, especially, like, I think it's safer, in safer hands because Randy's in that tag team as well. Like, he definitely has a bit of sway backstage in WWE, yeah. let's face it. And I think he'll see that this is the most over he's been in a long time. This is the best crowd reactions he's gotten in a long time. I don't think he'll want to just get rid of that just for a, a feud that might go a couple of months. Mm. It'll probably be good, but then after that, what does that leave him with? Exactly. Like, I think he gets more out of this coming out as a baby face. Even if they do start going a separate ways or something like that, that they do with the New Day, whatever it is, I think he gets more out of this staying as a face. I don't think Riddle gets anything out of it turning on Randy. No. Because I don't think Riddle as a heel with this character, especially, like there's no way that would work. You'd get rid of all of the fun parts of Riddle. Yeah, and uh, there's an argument to be made uh, about some chicanery from, let's say, Paul Heyman, for example, someone involved in the bloodline going, yeah. you going, we don't want to face these anymore because we've had to cheat on SmackDown and then somehow maybe something happens in the cell that they exploit or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suggested to uh, to Hamflet a couple of weeks back because we can't have a hot tag pop if it's in a cell. Of course. Unless Randy Orton's locked outside the cell <laughs> and has to come in and then... But, um, yeah, and, and I think the t- time when I often sit here with, with you and, and say, right, so we've got three big stadium shows. We've got yeah. Money in the Bank, we've got SummerSlam, and, of course, we've got Clash at the Castle. Drew's one. Cody's another. Yeah. I don't want to see a, a rematch for anything else. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, <laughs> but Randy Orton's your third guy, isn't he? Yeah, probably. Like, have Cody in Money in the Bank, maybe, win that, call yeah. a shot over SummerSlam. That's what, I'd, that's what I'd do if I was booking it. I don't know. Drew, Drew at the Castle is a bit of a, was a, bit of a weird one for me because I'm suggesting this, but I have to do this convoluted booking where Roman drops one of the titles he drops the WWE Championship, but his Universal Championship, which is the one he values the most, he retains. Yeah. Because, uh, technically, Cody, you only said you wanted to win your belt, your dad thing stuff. Yeah. So there's the, he's still... It's all a bit, you know, no longer undisputed, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, Money in the Bank as a match that no one really buys the pay-per-view for the title match normally. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, I can't believe I'm saying it. Yeah, could well happen. I mean, while you were saying that, it just popped into my head a completely different way to go, which I also don't want to happen. <laughs> but like, if they did want to extend RK Bro as a run, there's still other tag teams out there, there's especially brand new things in Edge and the Ooh. Judgment Day, and we know how much they love Edge versus Randy Orton. How about they do it now as a tag team? What if you had Riddle and Priest? <laughs> um, Which, no, don't do that. I'm, I think you're, your idea is much better. <laughs> yeah, I, think, um, I think most people, though, probably listen to the podcast, were thinking we are going to talk about a different tag team to start okay. off with. Uh, a tag team that have dominated the conversation, of course, throughout this week, that being the uh, time of recording. Uh, women's tag team champions Sasha Banks and Naomi 
who left Monday Night Raw, uh, caused a hot division, <laughs> caused them to uh, have to change the main event from a six woman to a one on one match, which admittedly to a much was, better match. It was still was still great. No, they changed the match from a much worse match to yeah. a ma- better match with a better story. <laughs> yeah, like I could, I've said this throughout this week. I could see the way you book the six woman. Yeah, which is. Two tag teams take each other out, and there you, there's yep. your tag team title match. And then it may be, uh, you know, uh, Asuka pins even Nikki A.S.H. Yeah. Becky goes, well, wait a second, I was never pinned. And then you make it a triple threat, for example, uh, at the premium live event. That's not the direction they've gone in. But we're not here to talk about Bianca Belair versus Asuka. That's going to be in a few weeks' time. We're here to talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi. WWE very wanted, very much wanted to uh, paint them in a particular light. Uh, I'm not even going to yes. say the phrase that people associate with Stone Cold Steve Austin leaving back in the day because I think it's it's the wrong phrase to be using. Yeah. And they've done press releases. They had Corey Graves saying what Vince McMahon was saying in his ear yep. on commentary. And they've tried to, you know, pit the locker room against them, maybe. There's now reports coming out today that not only Naomi, but also Sasha's contract may be due to expire in coming months. And maybe that's a reason why they felt so headstrong uh, in, in their decision. Yeah, and and, it, and it's the right, <clears throat> it was the right thing to do for me. But what, what's your take on all this? 100%, yeah, I am with them all the way. If you're stuck in a situation that you do not agree with and... All of a sudden, you have quite a lot of leverage, and they are independent contractors. Let's remember, like they, the sort of business side of the wrestling business is a very, very selfish part yeah. of the business, and it has to be because that's just the sort of the system, the world that wrestling has created. You have to be really selfish in order to get anywhere in this business, whether you're in like a little local indie show to, all the way up yeah. to WWE. It's very, very carny. It's ridiculous. So if you're in a position where you've got a little bit of power, you're the tag, you're the tag champs, you feel like you should be in a much better position or at least a better story. Like something needs to happen that mm-hmm. makes this better. You've tried your best. You've become merch sellers. Uh, you've become the champions. You've done everything you can for that company. But your contract's coming up. There is, I guarantee they would easily get offers from elsewhere, whether they yep. have or not. We have no idea, obviously, but they would definitely get offers from elsewhere. Um, and you have this sort of position of power. You have to use it because... Like, who else is going to stick up for you if you don't stick up for you? Plus, I don't really... You know what I don't really buy into? It's this narrative of people backstage are okay with them being pissed off with creative, but not okay with them, like, leaving them in the lurch. Yeah. And I thought, saw that, and I thought, I'm not having that. Like, if it was <laughs> going to be... And this is not, not no, uh, no comment on the people I'm going to mention. Yeah. I'm just trying to pick newer people to make my point here. But let's say the main event of Monday Night Raw was going to be uh, Sasha and Naomi, and you were still going to do that bollocks finish where Naomi pinned Sasha, which was dumb. <laughs> but it was like a fatal four-way pitting uh, Sasha against Naomi against... I'm just going to pick two names that have popped into my head that are relative newcomers on NXT. Cora Jade and, I don't know, bloody Lash Legend, right? Yeah. There's an argument to be made there because I love Cora Jade and Lash Legend, but being told, yeah, you know the two really experienced heads in this match, (laughs) they've gone and now you you two need to face each other. That, for me, is leaving someone in the lurch. Yeah, 100%. You don't leave Becky Lynch and Asuka in the lurch. (laughs) If anything, they'll be like, oh, cool, we've got a singles match in the main event now. (laughs) Yeah, and it was great. Like, I didn't watch that. Like, I watched Raw not knowing what had gone on. 
Yeah. And it was just sort of mentioned in passing. I'm half asleep anyway watching these backstage segments where Becky says, oh, Naomi and, and Sasha have just left. And I thought, oh, maybe that's a story. Maybe that's something to do with the, you know, the, with Depp and Nikki A.S.H. and all that. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, well, show goes on. And then they had um, uh, uh, Becky versus Asuka. And I went, well, that was great. Was fantastic <laughs> yeah. end to the show. And the mist and all that. I loved it. So I was like, oh, I didn't feel like I'd been shortchanged. I didn't feel like they didn't know what they were doing. I didn't yeah. feel anything like that. But, um, yeah, I just don't... So I'm not bizarre. having it. I just, I, it's like if our bosses, like tomorrow, turned around and said, Wilbs, this podcast isn't about wrestling anymore. It's about My Little Pony. <laughs> and from now on, you're going to do four podcasts a day about My Little Pony. Yeah. Go off and do it. I would not expect you to sit there grumbling about it and then go off and make four yeah. <laughs> My Little Pony podcasts. I'd expect you to kick up a stink and go, what the hell? We've built this podcast into this huge wrestling thing. Uh, it's what we've grown our audience to expect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I wouldn't ex- expect you to sit there in silence and just yeah. be, well, this is a bit crap, isn't it? And get on with it. How many times, and uh, nothing on Naomi, I think Naomi could go to AEW, for example, and yep. be a, a, a world championship contender in weeks, 100%. right? How many times do they need to be reminded mm. how big a star Sasha Banks is? Yeah, it's ludicrous. It's bonkers, this. Absolutely crazy. Like, you see the reactions and, like, the main event at Mania and things, and it's like, she is massive, and she's incredible. She is so, so good. Yeah, but they didn't have anything for her. We haven't <clears> really got anything for you, so can you hold together the, the entire Royal Rumble match? Yeah. And it's not like this is new for Sasha either. Like, she's, like, the Stone Cold podcast thing that got started getting shared around, where she was saying to Stone Cold, like, look, I've, I've done my time when I've just kind of got on with it, and, like, it's done what they tell me to but like I'm bigger than that now I'm yeah. going to stand up for myself it's like I'm going to follow in the footsteps of people that have done this before me I'm going to make myself the absolute like biggest best thing I can possibly be and stick up for myself and I was like yeah too right you are go yeah. go do it and then it's not the first time that she's stood up for herself like she had the time when she was out of WWE for absolutely yeah. ages all over the exact same things the exact same situations of crappy creative putting her one of the best wrestlers in the world mm. in terrible positions where they're not make, not utilizing her to the best of her abilities or, or making the most amount of money that they could possibly can out of Sasha Banks. And also, as an additional point, I fully support uh, Sasha and Naomi and all this. If they've lost the, the tag titles to Shayna Baszler and Natalia, yeah. I'd have still been backing them up if WWE made the inexplicable decision to have one of them pin the other one <laughs> and then feed both of them to your women's champions. Yeah. Book better. <laughs> Absolutely. Granted, me, so me and Hamlet sat here last week on SmackDown previewing it and said, I, I don't know who's got Ronda's going to face now, Charlotte. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not going to be Charlotte anymore. Yeah. But we were looking at the roster going, like, Shayna and Natalia are busy with the, the tag title match. Yeah. Like Zia Lee and they, they, credit to w- Oh, she's in the twenty four seven again. Yeah, credit to WWE because that that Raquel Rodriguez stuff I thought was absolutely sensational on SmackDown yeah. last week. That is someone getting over in defeat. Yeah, but yeah, don't feed no your tag level. champs to your singles. And no, like, no offense to Naomi because Bianca versus Naomi still a money match. Like that's still a big thing that they've never done before. No. That could make that could easily main like be a main part of a pay-per-view. Easy peasy, easy peasy. And there's 100% they should do that in the future yeah. at some point. But Sasha versus Ronda is a money match. Like that's, Rumble, what was it, 20? 20, yeah. 20. It's one of the best of Ronda's first yeah. run, like by far. And like Sasha is incredible. Like that match, if you did this now, like you could easily build a pay-per-view around that. You could easily sell the stadium tickets that. show yeah. around that. Yeah. Easy peasy. And you just want to throw it out as a person to make Ronda look a bit stronger for whoever's In- next. And I, I think it would have it would have completely destroyed 
what they've just managed to rebuild with Ronda as well, doing something like that. Because people would be like, yeah. I like Sasha more, so yeah. we're going to cheer for that. And also, the other one would have been what I'd like to call, effectively, a Canadian main event, which is two of the nicest people <laughs> trying <laughs> to out-nice yeah. each other. <laughs> Sorry, did I hit that rear view a little bit too hard? <laughs> oh, no, I'll just, I'll just be gently putting you down in this KOD. Yeah. Um, but WWE, not the only place that's got problems. Hey. AEW... Uh, Seemingly every week, more and more stories come out in that place. And I've got to talk about a person. I knew about this before the story broke, obviously, because he's my best friend. Obviously, but I wasn't yeah. allowed to say anything. But we got to talk Although about Maxwell. Oh, he's tweeting Cedric now instead uh, of I you, saw so. that, yeah. <laughs> What's going on there, uh, right? <laughs> um, let's talk about Maxwell Jacob Friedman, though, because I realize uh, putting my bias to one side, and even, let's put my into the whole gimmick of this to one side. <laughs> I, I <clears throat> as a fan think he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. He has had the best feud in AEW ever, better yeah. than Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page. And think about yeah, what the, the bar that is with what he did with CM Punk. Arguably doing similar stuff with Piggy, with Wardlow right now. <laughs> and there is talk about him being very unhappy with, not necessarily how he's being treated with an AEW, but his, his pay yeah. uh, and whether or not he's being appreciate for the star that he is. Could he go to WWE? I don't know. This one is fascinating because it's like as much like as much as the Cody thing was like a huge deal. Like he was a WWE guy. He's got ties to WWE going back years and years and years and years and things with his dad and everything like that. MJF is an AEW guy. Like as like the most AEW of AEW guys. Like he came up there from the Indies. He's never well he had that one backstage thing when he was in a Mark Henry skit or something in WWE. But he's oh, never... yeah, he walked Joe to the ring, didn't he, <laughs> yeah. in NXT, yeah. Uh, but he's never done anything in WWE. He, no. like, he is an AEW guy. So this would be the first transition from pure, pure AEW homegrown talent mm-hmm. to WWE, and it would be a huge impact in WWE, I reckon. Him, I have no idea how his run would go in WWE. They'd probably find some way of ruining it. Whether they... Um, had to uh, script him or something like that. There's going to be something there. If you Your head examine, yeah, if you, if you get him, yeah. MJF and you let MJF do MJF things in WWE, that's going to be because he's not a loose money. cannon, is he? No, he's no, he's definitely. He knows not. where the line is. Yes, he'll he push very, it, and he can very much work within the lines. And like you say, he'll push it to the limit, yeah. but he'll work within the lines. Uh, and I think he'd be incredible in WWE. And he's the exact kind of guy they would normally go for. Like he's got decent body. Decent size, good looks, very, very, very good on the mic, yeah. and very good in the ring. And he can put butts in seats at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. 100% he can put butts in he, seats. He is, he is one of the few people I would compare to sort of like Floyd Mayweather as well yeah. in terms of Floyd Mayweather at his peak. People didn't pay to go and watch Floyd Mayweather fight. Yeah. They paid to watch Floyd Mayweather lose. <laughs> they wanted to see that prick lose. Now, it's very different. It's not, obviously, I'm buying MJF's a prick. Obviously, yeah, he's one of the nicest guys that, yeah. I've ever met. But um, that's the, there's your character right there. Absolutely. Like, this isn't, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't be the wrong heat where it's like, I don't want to see you on my screen. Yeah. But it would be, God, I despise you. And imagine the character as well. Like, it'd be the same AEW character. Like, he still plays up the money angle and things like that in AEW. But that with, like, news reports about him moving to WWE for the money to back it up. Like, him goes on the next level of, like, I'm I'm here now, yeah. I've made it. That would be absolutely incredible. And the kind of just pompous arrogance that that could bring out in him would be absolutely amazing. It's, it's, it's an, an 
an insane prospect. And I still be, think it's him working up everybody to get the best deal that he possibly can. And, and he'll he probably sh- sign with AEW. Yes, so as long as they guys. throw the same amount of money as WWE, I think he... I don't know why. I've got a feeling yeah. he'd rather stay with AEW. They've helped build him. They've obviously been really good to him up until now. He's just outgrown where he originally signed and what his original position was and by to a, far. To a certain extent, I do sympathize with <laughs> Tony Khan because if Tony Khan's effectively saying... Look, your contract is until 2024. I have no, I'm under no obligation to give you a new contract. He yeah. should yeah. pay the man, pay what he's worth, and especially when you've got all these new people that have been brought in, and uh, one would assume with the noise that's being made, are on above uh, above his pay grade, which shouldn't be the case because he's in a ch- world champion elect in my eyes. And, yeah, uh, he will be one day, and he's easily like, it, if not at the main event of every single card, he's feels like the main event. If he was <laughs> missing, you'd know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, to a certain extent, I do sympathise with with TK though because of the fact that he's gone. I will pay you what you're worth. Yeah, you just got to wait till I think it's the end of the year whenever they well, do the new. Let TV me see deals. what the TV deals are. And because as, as much, admittedly, as much as he has unlimited money, he does want to try to balance the books somewhat. Yes, but when you've got someone like MJF in that position, you know the TV deals come in. It's only it's pretty obvious that it's going to be. Quite bigger than the last time. <laughs> Let's face it, they've done really well. TNT, uh, TBS are very happy with them. I think they're going to be okay when it comes round. Yeah. I think Tony could roll the dice on this one and just pay him, <laughs> personally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do get it. You, you do, you're running a business at the end of the day. You mm. do want it to actually make money. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. <laughs> Before we get to uh, this week's uh, hashtag bloody good quiz, a couple of other things I want to talk to you about. I've got a, a question uh, regarding freak accidents. 
uh, in a minute because of what happened wow. with Brian Danielson. Well, it looks like I'm seeing into the future that's going yeah. to happen to him on Rampage <laughs> yeah. tonight. Um, but we have to talk briefly as well about uh, Stephanie McMahon's leave of absence that she's announced, well, yesterday uh, afternoon slash evening. Uh, she's taken a leave of absence from WWE to spend time with her family. A shock, yep. but also uh, I don't think there's going to be made much made of this in terms of we've already read in The Observer today it was her decision, it is her decision. Uh, she is going to be coming back. This isn't her done. She's taken some time off to to, to be with her family, um, which makes sense considering what's gone on uh, with that family over the last what year, basically. Yeah. Um, I said before on the news, you and I both agreed that stuff like this should be normalized, that people 100%. should just be able to take time off for themselves or their family or whatever it may be. Um, but it is also surreal to think of WWE without... Well, Triple H has gone back to work now. Yeah. But there is only one McMahon in WWE. Yeah, right without Shane or or Stephanie. And the added wrinkle of Nick Khan taking over her role temporarily. And, yeah. well, just, I mean, if you're Kevin Dunn or Bruce Pritchard or bloody John Laurinaitis, you must be thinking... Who the hell's this guy? <laughs> He's doing everything. Yeah, he came in. We've been here for bloody years. Yeah. We've been sucking up to Vince McMahon <laughs> for so goddamn long. Um, no, like you say, this 100% should be normalized. It's obviously a personal thing. They want to go and do this for their family and all power to have actually managed to do this, especially when you're in such a big, high-pressure corporate position. Like, it can't be an easy thing to step down from. Um, but, like I say... Uh, is it like it? I've just got it in my head now. Is is Vince McMahon the only McMahon? Is Linda still in? On still on the board? I don't know. Is she doing something in politics? I can't remember because she did a politics thing, but it did but, not go well. Then there was something to do with. But then uh, that was with the Trump administration. Yeah, I, I, it's murky. War. I don't I'm what she's doing now. It. So if it is just Vince, that's the first time ever that there's only been one McMahon. Quite possibly, yeah. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> We're getting around <laughs> one day. Um, and yeah, Nick Khan, like. The most powerful man in WWE now, maybe still second, probably only still to Vince. But like the whenever we hear about firings, it's not from Vince, is it? It's not. It's all him. And now he's chief brand officer with Stephanie's thing yep. as well, wasn't it? And he's WWE president. President, yeah. Something else as well. It's quite a lot. Be interesting to see. I mean, like they say, I there's no way that this happens, and Stephanie McMahon's position isn't made available to her again when no. she comes back. This isn't like... It's a sabbatical. Yeah, this isn't like leaving a job and then wondering whether it's going to be there. The, your dad runs the place. <laughs> it's, still, it's still definitely going to be there. Um, but yeah, all like I say, all power to her. Good on you. Go do what's right for your family. Mm. Do Get yourself sorted. Do whatever it is that you need to do and then come back when you're ready. It's fine. Right, let's talk freak accidents. Hey. Brian Danielson, uh, <laughs> my, my spidey sense of tingling, is telling me he's going to suffer a freak accident on Rampage tonight. All right, I think he got his leg trapped between, like, the That's ramp and the... bold prediction. Yeah, <laughs> the ramp and the ring, Yeah, because the ramp goes all the way up to the ring, like, flat with the ring canvas. And I guess he slipped his leg between the ramp and the ring, and then they, <laughs> and that ramp is massive, and the ring is heavy and also massive. Just reminds me when I hear about people like getting trapped between like the platform and a train. Yeah, you know, like, like I was a tube at, or something. I was a, I think it was Leeds Festival and System of a Down were playing, and right at the very front, the fence fell over, and someone got trapped underneath like the fence oh, God. and the like metal stuff that they put over the grass. Yeah, and like got somehow got trapped underneath there because the whole crowd suddenly shunted forward. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, Didn't I thought, I thought we'd uh, just a story we'd, about a freak accident. <laughs> we, yeah, we, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to, uh, to ask you about your freak accidents because I think we've hey. all we've all suffered them. 
I distinctly remember once playing football. Might have been on a street, like a, a quiet street, obviously, but obviously. A, a street uh, near a pond, and the ball went into the pond. But it was it was close enough to the edge to be able to go and get it. And these like these two wooden, uh, two brick struts that went out into it. It was between. And I was like, oh, don't worry, boys, I'll go and get it and I'll jump over the fence. All, right, all very stupid and, you know, you, people do this, this sort of thing when you're young. Reached to get the ball and then suddenly thought, oh, I'm going in this pond. And I reached out my arms to try and break my fall and I broke my arm <laughs> oh, on God. the other brick strut trying to break my fall. So not only was I, like, doused in disgusting pond water, <laughs> I got the ball back. Oh, I was doused in disgusting pond water. I had to trudge home just, like, in wet shoes. And then I was like, and by the way... This arm don't feel good either, <laughs> and I broke it. So I think it was one of those ones where maybe it was a little bit of a saving grace because otherwise people would have been like, "Ah, you <laughs> fell in the pond." Yeah, but they were like, "Ah, you fell in the pond, but how's your arm? Is yeah. it all right?" Like you would have been called pond scum for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think you and I are, are quite similar in terms of these are the sort of things that happen to us on a relatively regular yeah, I've basis. Yeah, definitely got quite a few. I was thinking like when you mentioned this before, I was like, I don't know how many men are freak accidents or just me being an absolute idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the best ones that come to mind was when I was a kid and I got a mattress and I was sliding down the stairs on the mattress. Like you do, obviously. If you can like, t- a young wrestling fan, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. <laughs> I was a Mick Foley fan, remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was sliding down the stairs and like I nudged into the banister or something and it knocked me off the mattress. So then I just fell down the stairs and then <laughs> hit my head on the like corner of the edge of the radiator oh, at the bottom. No giving that. No giving that. Ended up with eight stitches in my head. And this was the day before I was going on holiday. So <laughs> I wasn't allowed to get my stitches wet, so I wasn't allowed to go in the sea or the pool or anything. Oh, I yeah, holiday. I did that. I broke, I think I broke the other arm, <laughs> jumping off a trampoline. We were, like, yeah. we were like a game around my mate's house, like, how far can you jump? What's, what could possibly go wrong there? Propel yourself forward as fast as possible to see how far you could jump. Landed on my arm, broke it, and I had to wear a, uh, what are they call marigold yeah. on my arm. And yeah, I couldn't go in the I couldn't go in the, the big kids' pool. Yeah. I was, I was just like I was too big for the little kids' pool. <laughs> so they're all like paddling and they've got water wings on and I'm just like, oh, I want to go on the slides and stuff, but I've got my arm and doing all this. Excellent. Amazing. I don't I was trying to think like I don't think I ever got injured when I was just play wrestling as a kid. Yeah. Like and I jumped off my garage. I again did I, men- did I mention I'm a Mick Foley fan? <laughs> I jumped off my garage roof and did the whole like the, the exact dude love spot basically yes. that he did in his own video. Uh, and I was fine. And I did a swanton off a ladder onto mattresses in my garden. Oh. Obviously, like you do. Absolutely fine. Uh, so I don't think I ever got injured like that. But I do. The other one that I distinctly remember is, so this is just me being drunk. Um, I left my jacket in a club or something that we were in. And it had my keys in the pocket. Ugh. So I couldn't get in. So I was like, well, my house was like, on, it was on the first floor. And it was just above like a bay window. So it's like, if I can get onto the bay window, I can just open that window and I'm in. And I'm fine. Uh, so I was like, there's a fence right next to the bay window. Jump up into the fence, jump up into the bay window, in my flat. Easy peasy, you would think. Uh, unfortunately, the fence had spikes on it. Oh, no. And I jumped up onto the fence, and just as I pushed off to jump up onto the uh, bay window, my foot slipped off the fence, and I fell straight down and impaled myself. Oh! <laughs> on, I still have a dent in my leg from where I did this. Oh, God. And I impaled myself on the spike on top of the, ra- of the railing, right into, like, my thigh, it's like just there, you can see, like oh, just on yeah. my thigh, and I've got like a little dent there. And I was like, I had to like physically lift myself off the thing, and then I like felt my leg. I was like, 
well, I'm going to the hospital, I guess. It didn't hurt because I was really drunk. But uh, And then I was at the hospital and the doctor was like putting his little finger up inside the <laughs> hole to see if there was any bits of reeling in there and stuff. It was really gross. <laughs> yeah, I love those. I do, I've got my, I think I've told you about this one before. You see that they cut there on my hand that goes like yeah. that, the little scar. It looks like I could have lost my little finger, which I yeah. probably could have. I was at uni first year and I was, I'd had some pre-drinks and I was getting ready before we went out. I was like doing my hair in the mirror and make myself look very, very bad <laughs> looking back at those photos. And there was a little, just a silver metal uh, uh, towel rail that just was just on the, as you open the door, it was just behind that. And it was very like uni halls, like what's the minimum we can spend on this yeah. sort of thing. And for whatever reason, I'm like looking at myself, I'm doing my hair in the mirror and I just go to lean on this metal rail to like, Hey, you were all right. Finger guns at yourself. <laughs> and the metal rail broke. And the bit that was, there was a bit jutting out that took it out of the wall. And yeah. my hand just went down on it. And I was like, I assume this was the same as you when you lifted yourself off that, that bloody spike. Where I went, ow. <laughs> and then I went, uh-oh, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> yep, like, I like So I went, because I went to run it under the tap. You know, normally you run it under yeah. the tap and you go, and I was like, Oh no! <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> grabbing my hand, and I was—I had to—I couldn't go to the girl who lived next door to me in halls because she told me very early on, "I—I'm sick. I pass out at the sight of blood." And I was like, well, "It looks like shining in here." <laughs> so I had to ring my mate who was like down the other end of halls and be like, "All right, mate, um, you're out with blood, aren't you? Because I'm gonna need someone to come in." <laughs> like, and they—and then they like patched me up and took me to. I went to hospital and I went on like a re. It was like a an annoying night that was just like, hey, hey Party Central in, yeah. in Birmingham. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be a long old while. And they unwrapped the, the, I went to the doctor, well, whatever, you know, the, the on-call person in the halls, because presumably they were just like, well, none of the dickheads injured themselves. And they wrapped it all up to sort of slow the bleeding. And then when I went to hospital, they were like, what have you done to your hand? And I was like, oh, I've done this. And they opened it up to look at it, and they went, oh, yeah, you're going to need stitches in that. And they went, cool, just sit over there. But they didn't reapply the dressing. <laughs> so my hand was just like, cool, time to blunt some, blunt some, some more blood out. So I had to go back to the uh, reception and say, I'm really sorry, I'm bleeding all over your floor. <laughs> they, they were like, okay, we'll get that scene too. And again, I had to have like butterfly stitches and then marigold. I had to put my hand out of the shower whenever I was <laughs> yeah. showering and just one-handed like shower gel myself. It was just... Excellent. But yes, so Brian, don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. In fact, in response to this this uh, podcast, on the tweet that we send out from from What Culture WWE, send us some of your freak accidents. Yeah, because don't make me, me and Phil feel like we are the only idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enough of all that. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Wes, and it's not only brought to you by Wes; it's written by Wes. Right. Um, very topical. Thank you so much for this, Wes. Uh, who writes, what culture, what culture, what culture, my dear friends, especially you, Adam Wilborn, back at it again, slaving over a hot computer screen to slap out these episodes of Wrestle Culture along with the bloody good quizzes. Don't you deserve better? Well, I'm here for you guys. Right off of the press, I've got a Boss Glow buddy, bloody good quiz for you that works just right along with the week's biggest news about Naomi and Sasha Banks, two of my absolute favorites in WWE. But you know who my absolute favorites in podcasting are? Well, let me tell you. They British, they love wrestling, 
And there's way too many Adams on their roster, but I'm not <laughs> here to judge. I'm just here to give you all the biscuits in New Zealand because Sweden didn't have enough. All the best, Wes. Thank you, Wes, Thank for you, this. Wes. And thanks for writing this quiz because, yeah, it's been a, as always, I don't know why I say this, it's always a mad old week uh, at What Culture, yeah. but especially <laughs> this week in wrestling, it's just been insane. Uh, so, a simple one, this, uh, Phil. As I mentioned, okay. this is all about uh, boss, the Boss Glow Connection. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. The answers to all of these questions, and there's 20 of them. We're going to do okay. a bit of a speed round here. Okay. 20 of them. It's not even really a question. It's just sort of a statement. Yeah. And you have to tell me if this applies to Sasha Banks, Ooh. Naomi, both of them, or neither of okay. them. Okay. How confident are you feeling about this? Not very. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Sasha, Naomi, both, yeah. or neither. Okay. Who from the... Boss Glow Connection. Yep. Raises two children with her husband. Hmm. They have two children? Naomi. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Yay! Yay! Technically stepkids. Uh, they are Jimmy's from okay. a previous relationship, but it still still counts. Yep. Uh, good. 100% so far. Yes. Okay. And that's the end of the question. <laughs> uh, which of them, of course, could be both or neither, mm-hmm. Won the women's championship with a submission finisher. Ooh. Did Naomi really do submission finishers? I don't know. Sasha. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. It is both of them. Sasha, um, obviously, back yeah. statement. Uh, Naomi's submission win over Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania 33. Uh-huh. Which is so long ago now, I can't remember it, yep, but I'll take your word for it, Wes. <laughs> um, which of them makes their own wrestling gear? Mm. Could be both, could be neither could as be well. both. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go... Oh, God damn it. Both. I want to say both. No, dear, that's uh, wrong. Is it Naomi? It's neither. It? Neither. Neither okay. of them. That's Bianca Belair. Um, ah, Sashes is made Bianca by Belair, her husband's Sarath Ton. I hope I've got that name right. Uh, that's who makes Sasha's gear. What was it she was at the Royal Rumble? Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon stuff, yeah. yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, which of them has never been a heel? Hmm. Has Naomi ever been a heel? She must have been at some point. Surely. She's not gone this long, neither. Yay! <laughs> uh, she had a short run against Paige, and she was in... Mm. Oh, the, t- the tag team thing. The team Bad. Team Bad. Team Bad. And Sasha, team Banks, bad. Sasha Banks is just the best at being a yeah, heel. She's great absolutely. at being a baby. She's great at both. Yeah, but, but she's better at being I a I do heel. want you to do this weekend. I keep saying this. I'm going to do this myself. Is watch that WWE Evil series. Yeah, the, I've not watched it. The video package of that, that makes it look really good. Uh, and I've seen that bit of Randy Orton just throw himself up. Uh, I think that's that's fifty percent so far. That's fine. Two I'll from four. <laughs> uh, which of them has feuded with their best friend in the ring and fought them on pay per view? Hmm. Well, we know one of them at least has. Who's Naomi's best friend? I've no idea. Mm. Sasha. No, dear. Oh, that's wrong. It is both of them. Who's Sasha Naomi's and Bailey. Cameron. 
Oh, from the Funkadactyls. Of course, I'd completely they forgot she even existed. Battleground, apparently. They get a pay-per-view match. Well done, then. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, Sasha and Bailey. where do you want to yeah, start? Obviously. But Helen Nacelle is an obvious one. Um, which of these has never ended a match via a top-rope finisher? Could be both, could be neither. Never ended a match. Naomi. No, dear, that's uh, wrong. Split laying a moonsault. Oh, of course. And uh, it was neither. Sasha pinned neither. Bailey with a I frog thought splash. Sasha must have done a yeah. Of course, Eddie. Of course. Uh, okay, this is a this is an either or. Which one of them was the first black woman to win SmackDown's women's title? Who came first? Who did come first? Naomi. Yay! Was. They did that thing where they gave it to her and then she was like injured and yeah. they took it away from her and you were like, you're going to give it back at WrestleMania <laughs> though, aren't you? Um, which one of them has formed a tag team with Asuka as well as challenging Asuka for the championship in the same year? Naomi. Yay! September and December respectively. Great Excellent. quiz these ways. Um, which one of them? Has been submitted or tapped out? Ooh, Naomi surely has. I'm guessing you can still go both or neither. Mm-hmm. Sasha must have both. Yay! <laughs> yes! Uh, which of them has won a championship via submission? Sasha. Yay! In your strike. Yeah, here we go. Uh, down. Okay. Just fall down completely. Uh, which of them, again, it could be both or could be neither, yeah. has had more than five heel runs on the main roster? On the main roster as well. That's key to remember. Sasha has changed a lot. Not quite big show levels. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go Sasha. No, dear. That's neither wrong. Neither of them, yeah. Four, according Four. to Wes. Team Bad, Role Models, Becky. Bianca, uh, Naomi, as we mentioned, only two, Team Bad and against Paige. Which one of them has never had pyro during an entrance? Naomi. Yay! I still love WrestleManias. For someone who doesn't have pyro, which oh, is... Oh, she's got a, a great entrance. It's, so, it's a bad... And it's one of the few... I was talking to someone in the pub about this the other night, about, like... How crap a lot of themes have gone. Yeah. It's the complete package, Naomi's. Like the the look with the way the it's clothes not even like, flow and everything like yeah, that. It's not the even lasers, like the music. Yeah. All of it is so, so good. Um Yeah, it was uh it, it was just uh, an amazing thing, but I just I God, it really annoys me the current themes. Like they've just changed oh, yeah, the Lexus. That's so bad. She changed Alexa's, and I was like, just, why? Ugh, it's like they're just basic creator wrestler themes. <laughs> work, work, work. Wee, wee. Yeah, get the CFOs back immediately. They really, really missed them. <laughs> yes. Really, really missed them. Uh, which one of them has been a professional wrestler for 14 years or longer? Ooh, Naomi's going to be going a long time now. I'd imagine, Sasha. 14 years. Both of them. No, dear, that's the wrong. The opposite. Neither. Neither. Sasha's started training since 2008, but her in-ring debut came in 2010. Uh, 
AC. I think uh, she died in the early, in the 2000s. Which one of them has wrestled under their real name? In WWE or just in general? I think this is just in general from w- from what I'm reading here. Neither. No, dear, no, that's wrong. Miss hmm, Mercedes for Sasha and Mercedes KV. Uh, and Naomi has wrestled as Trinity and Trinity McCraw. Nice. Uh, which one of them won the FCW Championship? Hmm. Neither. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. Lost it. I lost my touch. Sasha never in FCW, but yeah. Naomi was the inaugural FCW Divas Champion in June 2010. But isn't it an interesting question? Which current AEW star did she defeat? 2010. Yes, I'll give you another clue. This person was ranting about her time in WWE. Very recently, yes. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent here. That really pissed me off that people were like, oh, is this promo any good or not? And I was like, sorry, can we not, like, I feel like you've missed what she said that they made her do. Yeah. It's a bit like the, the Tony Storm story coming out recently. Yeah, they were wanting to rip off her top, in, and then instead they just so covered her in jizz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Absolutely ridiculous. And even, like, whatever in the promo, like, she still said it with passion and things. Yeah. Like, just ignore that, like, plus, little stumble. Plus, you know, not, I don't, not to dismiss it, because I've just realized I'm just doing that now. Awful stuff that they, they encouraged yes. her to do. And uh, I still think this straight edge society is really underrated, if you ask me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the fact that you have Serena Deep, you have her doing stuff like the FC, for the FCW Divas Championship, and then you still have her, and you go, you're a coach. <laughs> no, look oh, no. at what she's done in yep. AEW. She's been incredible. And, again, who was it that, like, found someone and pointed them out? And was like, I want them on mm. my team. CM Punk, yet again. Like, the guy can pick talent. Like, between that and the Shield guys and um, Luke Gallows and things. Mm. Pretty good at picking out talent. There's no CM Punk. <laughs> uh, right, where are we now? I, I apologize. I may not. I may have got to. I'm, I may have miscounted here. Um, which one of these has competed in a ladder match? Got to go. Got to go with Wes's Wes's thing here. So I don't know if it's true or not. Sasha. See, I was thinking that. No, dear, that's wrong. It's just Naomi. A hundred percent would have done that. Lisa, she can just do a frog splash Maybe up the top like of a ladder. Maybe it was a TLC or, or Money in the Bank or something yeah. that I'm thinking of. I definitely have remember her as a, like a picture of her on, on a ladder. Uh, which one of them's competed in a street fight? Sasha. Yay! That is Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, which one of them <laughs> has competed in an elimination chamber? Could both. be both, could be neither. Both, surely. Yes. And they've, not, they've not got that many people in the women's roster. I don't know how many I've done now, so I'm going to do one more, and then I'm going to do tiebreaker because it's a great question. Okay. Um, which one of them has competed, or both or neither, in a beat-the-clock challenge? Sasha's. She has, I'm pretty sure. Naomi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both. Yeah! They fought each other. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Which is great. I don't remember it, but that's fantastic. Uh, did we do the tiebreak? It's just for fun. Yeah, it's just, just for fun. fun. Uh, according to what a source this is, uscookies.com, <laughs> uh, 
Um, in how much merch in US dollars did Sasha Banks and Naomi sell combined in 2021? Ooh. This is going to sound bad for Naomi, but let's be honest, it's Sasha Banks, yeah. right? But if there ever was an example of why the f- wouldn't you push this woman <laughs> and recognize what you've got, it's the number we're about to get to. So in, uh, in dollars, how much did they sell in merch combined in 2021? I have genuinely no idea. Like, I don't even know what a reasonable guess would be. Do you want a clue? Yeah. Okay, it's less than half a million, but it's more than <laughs> 50,000. <000. laughs> strange. Uh, 369,000. Nice. It is $254,000, right? She quarter of a million whole, dollars. Quarter of a million, yeah. Quarter of a million dollars. Slight discrepancy in how it's divided. Oh. Naomi, $12,000 of worth, well, $13,000 worth of merch. Sasha Banks, $240,000, according to uscookies.com, in merch. And they still go, do you want me out to Ronda? <laughs> Not that I'm saying that she would have been jobbed out to Ronda, obviously, but. No, but she was going to lose. But what? Jesus. I'm, I, this is the story that I'm going to be keeping up to date with across the weekend because, my word, how on earth, WWE, I'm almost, I'm not even mad. I'm amazed. Just disappointed. Just, <laughs> just apologize, the give She's... the tag belts back, say, here's how we're going to book you for the next six months, put a world title on arguably both of them at some point, Yeah, or just... Make these tag titles mean something again. You can always just do you that. You did say you were going to do that to Sasha Sasha's about three years ago. <laughs> yep. Shut it down that time. Sasha's legit in my like top probably five, maybe even three like yeah. wrestlers going today. Yeah, yeah. Not even female. Like yeah, Andy was saying, wrestlers. Andy was saying on the news like she's the best, arguably the best female wrestler in the world. Yeah. I think that that's I think def- she absolutely is. She's incredible. But yeah, the fact that yeah, let's not just say women wrestlers in terms of yeah. Insane. 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 But thank you, Wes, for that quiz. And congratulations. I think you did pretty well there. You got good some decent so. yeah, knowledge. I noticed you weren't counting at all. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I want to give you... A, but I think you got above 50% on that. I'll take that. And that's... Considering the options, there was four different options. That's better than guessing. <laughs> well, let us know how you got on uh, on the Sasha, Naomi, both or neither quiz, as I'm now calling it, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. And don't forget what you're there, please, to make me and Phil feel a little bit better. Let us know about your freak accidents. We've had that. Oh, just times you were an idiot like us. <laughs> We've had that and things that are noises you don't like on the news <laughs> this morning. Um, but you can let us know is that on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. You can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn follows all that WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling uh, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, we've got the SmackDown preview and the Rampage preview, talking about some of the stuff we've already discussed, uh, available right now. Uh, but for now, this has been WrestleCulture. Thanks once again to Wes for the quiz. My thanks to Phil Chambers for joining me today. Thank you for joining us as well. And we will see you soon. Wrestleculture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.